start, let's record. All right, let's do it. Audio. Action. Salutations. I'm Sophia's from Bronwyn. And I'm Bronwyn's friend Sophia. And this is episode 50 of Quotes and Anecdotes. This is so special, guys. It's the first time we've recorded together in the longest time. I know, I've... I, it's really, you know, it's rough. It's rough. It's it's really sad. Yeah, it's really painful. Do you um, know what's really difficult? Sophia gave me this lovely slice of Stu Leonard's chocolate cake. Thank Not you, Tia Sarah. If you're listening. Yeah, sponsored by Bronwyn. Tia Sarah. <laughs> Bronwyn appreciates it very much. Um, But I can't eat it because every time I go to eat it, I have to say something. You're just too talkative. And I maybe this will be a good well, lesson in listening, Bronwyn. <laughs> all right, fine. You can start us off. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say how. Well, now I I feel awkward talking because her mouth is just full of chocolate cake. Ooh, this is another challenge. Let's see if I can make her laugh while she's eating chocolate cake. How you doing, Bronwyn? <laughs> um, I was fully prepared to be like, haha. No, let's see if it just makes you laugh, and I'm just sitting there stoically, and then I. Giggled. Mm. <laughs> um, welcome to episode 50. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bronwyn just did a terrible dance move. I, I, I'm learning how to dance. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's episode 50. And so instead of just being like, this week we're going to talk about boats, which I think was the next thing on our list because <laughs> we hadn't thought of anything else, um, we decided why don't we make it a little special because 50 is like one of those numbers that people get really excited about. Yeah. Like, it's My just... mom just turned 50. We had, like, a yeah. whole celebration. It's, like, a special thing. There's halfway, a five, it's halfway to 100. There's a 5 in it. There's a 10 in it. As in, like, it's divisible by 10. It's divisible by 10. Okay, but... It's halfway to 100. Um, I think it's just because it's a 5's number. I don't I don't know. Why are we going into this? This is I don't so know. This is not what the topic... What the um, episode is going to be about. This is true. But what is our episode, like, gonna gonna be? So, we had a couple of different ideas. First, because we always talk about etymology and how cool etymology is. And there's, we talk about the etymology for a bunch of different words. We decided to do a little bit of background research. Or I decided to do a little bit of background research. I'm sorry. <laughs> on a little bit of the history of etymology, um, which is pretty cool. And then at the very end, we might do a couple of anecdotes, some of our favorite anecdotes about the podcast. But what I'm most excited for is that Bronwyn and I came up with the idea to create a new word. And not just to create one and say, guys, this is the new word, use it in your everyday conversation. But we're going to try to create a word during the podcast. Yes. So we're going to workshop a new word. We're going to record ourselves working through making this new word. Hey, so, and who knows? It might be a disaster. Or, or, I was going to go a different way, which was <laughs> maybe one day someone's going to be like, what's the... They're like these two kids named like Bofia and Sandwich. That wasn't even funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get who it. Have, it so who long. have like a podcast, but it's a podcast Bofia. from 2030. And it's like not even... Like, what, what What will they have then? Maybe it won't even, like, be... Maybe... I, I don't know what, like, the next generation of podcast will be. But a variation on podcast... A futuristic version of podcasting. And they're like, today's word is... Yeah. 
And this word, the etymology is, well, actually, it was invented only a hundred years ago during a podcast where they talked about words. Um, so, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll be really cool. Yeah, maybe our um, new word will actually be used in conversation. That, that's I don't think that's going to happen. On, who, on, on if you listen to this word and decide it's worthy to be implemented in daily conversation. You know, maybe it will just be a, a, a word that's implemented in the flame family conversation. See, here's my okay plan. With that. My pl- here's my plan. I've been in the car for a while. I'm sorry. Um, I was in the car and I was thinking, huh, what if in the next essay I write, I just use this word. I implement it somehow. <laughs> and here's the thing. I've done this before, but like not with a word that I made up, with a word that I thought was a real word. And then I've gotten a question mark next to it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and I'm still pretty sure it was a real word and they just didn't look hard enough. But there's a small chance that, you know, my English teacher would read it and then be like, hey, guess what? I don't know what this means, but I guess this just means that, like, I don't know enough words. I have a feeling she'd Google it and then be like, uh... So we add it to a dictionary. Uh-huh. We can become lexicographers. We should do that. We should. It's a new we ambition. Should do that. Okay, so we'll become so, lexic- lexicographers by the end of this episode? <laughs> that's a big ambition for 50 minutes <gasps> we should make it 50 minutes because it's episode 50 see that's ambitious this is what i'm scared of we should well let's I try think... let's try for it that's a good idea i i think I, we should we might end up going longer than that so we'll yeah see. we'll see we'll make it work we'll, we'll make it work we'll get there hey who knows? um so robin and i both have a list of some cool words in different languages and robin i have a list of some... um things that should be words but aren't. that to my knowledge aren't I actually Which don't is know. very cool. <laughs> but first, I did some cursory Googling on the history of etymology, and I found a little guide from Babylon dot whatever. Lingvo.info <laughs> slash n slash Babylon slash etymology. Yes. Trustworthy. Um, so it, and this is a direct quote from the website. Um, etymology is the study of the history of words, their origin, and how their forms and meanings change over time. For languages that have a long written history, etymologists use texts to understand how words were used during earlier periods and when they entered a given language. Etymologists also use comparative linguistics to reconstruct information about languages when no direct information is available. And it just, it was, isn't that really cool? Like, I had never thought of etymology in that way. Um... And just the fact that, like, etymologists have to, like, pick apart languages and see, like, okay, when exactly did this particular word enter this vocabulary? Yeah, how do they know that? Yeah, I don't know. I guess just by comparing texts and seeing, like, okay, yeah. so, and then know, I guess by like, this year it didn't exist, and then this year all of a sudden it appeared. By reasoning. Like, yeah. if there was a word that was used for a long time and then suddenly it stopped being used, maybe because a different word replaced it or something. Yeah, and then if cool. you think about, like, when we look at the paradigms for each... Um, word word it does it it does like it goes from each language so you have to think that like there someone some etymologist out there deduced when this word went from yeah. old english to old french to like modern it's english. so obvious but for some reason i didn't really realize like how much effort goes into the paradigm yeah. of each word it's true it's pretty cool so um now this, the, I have some some rules here that I think are going to be helpful for our word construction. Oh, I'm excited. Um, and it is from this website, and I found that new words come into languages in three ways. And it's either through borrowing, 
So words are taken from one language and put into another language. And th- these are called loan words. That's Ooh. a term. For, there's a term, and they're called loan words. And I think that's an that should could be a wordlet itself. Loan word. Yeah. Um, and loan words are usually adapted to fit the phonology and spelling of the language that they are borrowed into. So, like I know, for example, Chinese sandwiches like sandwich, Argentina is Argentine, <laughs> and like. Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola. Right? So like they it's adapted to sound more like Chinese. There, and there are a lot of words in English, English that come from French in that mm-hmm. way of like they were just borrowed. Like the word beef, I don't know how that was the first one that my mind went to, but that's from the French word buff. Oh yeah. And then they're like buff 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 beef beef. <laughs> and that's kinda how Is that how this is gonna go? <laughs> yeah. Well that's you know, if we find a word that's in another language, we're like, that's so cool. But like that's difficult for an English speaker to use. We just say it enough times that it kind of changes, and then we're like, new word. (laughs) Yep. Um, The second way is, I think, the way, the method that we're probably going to use when we create a word, and it's known as word formation, Um, and it is when languages can create a new word through derivation, which is creating a new word from the basis of an old one, and there are also compound words, which means putting two or more words together. Um, I don't have an example of that off the top of my head, but you know, any, like anything that has a prefix is yeah. like combining two. There are words. a lot of those in Greek. Yeah. Where they sure. just attach preposition and then they call it a prefix, but it's really just yes. a preposition. Like they- <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's Similar true. To- I forgot about that. Um, and then the last one, which I don't think we'll use is sound symbolism, which is essentially onomatopoeia, um, which is like words that sound like what they mean. So like click. Beep. Funk. Funk. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. We could go like this for all the <laughs> That's not a word. Growl. 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 Yeah, no, we use grr and like you're going to write in an English air- essay, like, you know. If someone's talking. Um, my father grrred at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Um, okay. All right. How do you want to do this? Wow. You know, do you know what's going through my mind right now? Sophia put a little comment on the document that says, I have too many, there are too many good words. And they just have, there's a lot of commas in there. And (laughs) that's about how I'm feeling. I mean, okay, well, why don't we, are there any words in other languages that you're like, this is so cool. Oh my goodness. Ah, every time I see this word, my mind is just blown. Um, are there any words in English that don't exist and you're like, you know, when you're writing your essay and you're like, what's, what's that word that doesn't exist? Do you have any examples of either of those that you feel strongly about? Oh boy, that is a loaded question. There's one that I especially loved. I was looking up some cool words in, in different languages and one that I really loved that I had never heard of was in Spanish and it's achuchar which just means to hug someone very affectionately, sometimes to the point where, they're can't, where, where they can't breathe. Aww. And I wish that was a word in English. Um, I love that. There's I... a word in that in some ways reminds me of that, but I don't really know. So it's pronounced Ichigo Ichie, and it's a Japanese four-character idiom that describes a cultural concept of treasuring the unrepeatable nature of a moment, <gasps> um, which was in, like... A reunion episode between two of the people, two of the heroes from Queer Eye. Aww. 
Yeah, it was Mama Tammy. If That's you know, so if you watched the show, Mama Tammy and uh, Yoko San. I watched that. Yeah, and I so didn't that, know that that was. Aw. <laughs> yeah, so like that word. So there are a lot of words that are just very like, very good specific, in other languages, and also very good. So we can start there. Now, here are some things that bother me about English, as in they don't exist in English, and it would be incredibly useful if they did. Um, so there's this thing that's used all the time in Greek, which is men and de, and it's on the one hand, on the other hand. And, like, every phrase starts with that. On the one hand, they walked onto the shore. On the other hand, they left their boat. So it's not even a contradiction, but it'll be used to, like, a first, then next, or, or a comparison, or something like that. And men and de is used all the time. And sometimes I'll be writing in English, and it just feels like the right thing to use, but obviously <laughs> it doesn't exist in English. So I kind of want to be like, men, they went... Like, they decided, I need love in my life. Duh. They were... Lived happily ever after. Except, no, it just doesn't work that way. And then you have to... In any English book, no. And the other one is... When you have an adjective, or you have a, a noun or something, and you're writing, and that one word you just need to use, like, 20 times throughout your two-page essay but you sound so repetitive. So either a word to describe that or an augment that you could add to that word so that it doesn't sound repetitive. <laughs> it doesn't strictly change the meaning, but it's more like, like, cause in like Greek poetry and stuff, they'll like add extra syllables now and then so that the rhythm sounds right. So something like that, so it slightly changes it. So you're like, ooh, this is interesting. It's not, I, you just just say this, but I yeah, know there mean. have been so many um, English essays where I've used the word like demonstrates or emphasizes yes. or suggests Demonstrate like, way too or many event. times. There are not enough synonyms for either of those. Yeah. And you just... <sighs> yep. and, and there's some other phrases like that. Now, are there cool like words that we could combine to make a new one <laughs> from any language? I think so. There must be. I mean, I know there are, but I'm saying like any suggestions as like we have a couple listed. Okay, let's look at let's there look at some are. words that we have. Oh, I do love one of the words you wrote down from Greek. Stenazdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meaning yeah. to groan. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. What if like there's a we could create a word that means like groaning because you don't know the word for something else or something like that. Okay, so like a word meaning the exasperation. Yeah. Of like of not of knowing something or that using so, too many. Like on the tip of your... Oh, something <laughs> that's on like the tip of your tongue, but you just don't know it. You don't remember it. You're like, yeah. what is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how can we do... Okay, <laughs> I feel like even if this is our kind of like trial word and we get somewhere with it and we're like, well, I'm never going to use this except to tell myself, oh, I feel so stenazdo right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't make it an adjective, but... Yeah, yeah. but... Okay, so okay, so stenazdo. Oh, I wish I had made like a, a template for for paradigms where we could just create a paradigm. Ooh. But okay, okay. So groaning because exasperation over something. Now, what should we be exasperated over? Not knowing something. So something like incomprehensions, incom, <laughs> incomprehension. So like, what's the opposite of understanding? Misunderstanding? No, not like, understanding. <laughs> 
But what's that in other languages? It's interesting. <laughs> so, because we want to capture the frustration. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> like, I want to have emotion in this word where you say it and you instantly feel better, but also, like, you know that it means exactly how you feel. Just like, ah, what's the word? There's also, in, so in like, Greek, there are many different ways to say alas. There's, like, oi moi, there's feu. Oi moi is good. Oi moi is very good. There's also, like, feu is another one, I think. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. But, yeah, so something like that. So, like, the exasperation. What's a word for exasperation? Oh, it's apologies. the same word in French. <laughs> same word in Spanish. Except there's um, no Let's try some Chinese. Because it, it doesn't have to be logical. Now, no. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. It has to have, like, when you say it, you have to feel Now, no. <laughs> exactly. It even has the forced, the fourth tone, which is the forced one. So, like, Aggravé. <laughs> Aggravated. Okay. So, we want to have, maybe we want to have an exclamation. So, like, oi moi. We could even, we, it doesn't have to be a single word. It can be a phrase. Yeah. Like, Where because we like... might end up combining so many languages. Okay. Um... I like oi moi a lot. So I'm just going to write it and we can always delete it. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the word aggravating comes from Latin. Ooh. Um, the prefix ad plus the word gravis meaning heavy. Ad- Ooh. Which is interesting. I don't know if that's like... That's not super... When you look at the... If you were going to make a new word and not use the English word aggravated, it might make less sense. That's the hard part, right? Like, again, exasperated comes the from the Latin word meaning rough, asper. But these don't make much sense if you just take the Latin word and then yeah, pin it on. Ooh, okay, okay. So you know when you're like working, and you come across something, and you're already kind of stressed, and then you're writing, and it just that act of not knowing what word you want to write there just like incites anger or like you know sparks that that flame of frustration in you one of the translations for aggravate from english to latin is incendo which means to burn (gasps) kindle fire and flame ignite illuminate Mm -hmm. just you know brainstorming (laughs) (laughs) we could include fire let me write that down okay (laughs) fire enojo is something is a word in spanish that just always, like, it sounds angry. Enojo. Enojo. Enojar is when you're, like, really, like, to be angry at someone. Do you remember one of the wordlets a little while back was, I think it was tomesis? And it was when you, like, any old wear, or, like, put it... Oh, like yeah, yeah. thing where you split up a word to put a phrase inside, essentially. Except you, like, split up the preposition from the, from the root of the word. But what if you did something like oyster nasdomoy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! <laughs> so what if you like just made it a phrase and then anglicized it? <laughs> Which is never like when people anglicize things, it generally makes them worse. But I mean, if we want it to be a commonly used English That's word, that's very good. Is the thing though, oyster nasdomoy, and you just you when it's just, when you're especially angry. Um, is there like something like a pre something that we could relate it to like when you don't know a word and you're like like, trying to come up with a word not knowing something yeah is there a word because english and french i don't think really have a word that's like not understanding is there a word in like chinese or something that has um word for not knowing 
Oh, English sucks. It's literally like blank, blind, daydreaming, deaf, and an unconscious. <laughs> I mean, not knowing. <laughs> Unenlightened. Ooh. Unenlightened. We can... Well, I was about to say, incendio is light. Is, this fire is light. We could be not on fire. <laughs> which means not knowing somehow. Ignorant. Okay. Okay. Well, in Chinese, tell me how to pronounce this, because I, <laughs> I don't know. Wuzhi. See, I'm in trouble with that. But it's like ignorant, unknowing, clueless, unenlightened, unintelligent, which is interesting. Hmm. But like... That's very good. But something is, like that, because it's, yeah. it's different from English, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, whereas like Spanish and French are quite similar of like... The... Yeah. I can't even say it. Okay, so we have oystenazdemoy. How can we... It's very good to say, is the thing. It's like really fun. Oystenazdemoy. How can we add ujur into that? Oystenazdemoy. It's just a lot to say. What if we take a part of each one? Yeah. We like splice it. Yeah. So, if you say it enough times, right? You know how, like, if you say squirrel enough times, it stops sounding like a word? Yeah. If you say it enough times, it's <laughs> it'll sound like, like a, a word. word. <laughs> Can we break up stenazdo? Yeah. And, like, put ooh or jr. I don't know. I didn't. Stenazdr. Ooh, okay. Stenazdr. Oi, stenazdrmoy. Stenazdrmoy. Um, <laughs> no, I meant the way that it looks on paper is just very silly. Yeah. <laughs> it ha- like we have to be able to say it fast and quick and then it's like, like cool. So are we going to have a syllable max? Ooh, that's a good idea actually. Because so otherwise like, I'm just going to keep tacking on words to the end. Until yeah, which <laughs> is so fun to do. It is. Okay, well what if we wrote it down like... Once upon a time, there's a Greek person, and they said stenazdo. That got changed, and we just have stena. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is like a hypothetical, we're like play acting through history. Yep. Okay. Stena. Because yeah. stenazdo is just too long. Stenamoy. Just, uh. Yeah. Right? I Me, I groan. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I think that's what it is. That's just the... Um, just the middle form of the verb, I think, probably, which is... Well, it would I guess be my, be but, yeah. Oh, yeah, stenazdo. Oh, yeah, sorry, I bad on Greek. Stenomoi. Um, stenomoi. Stenomoi. Stenomoi-ger. Stenomoi-ger. Stenomoi-ger? Is that it? Okay. Because there's an E after See, so. that looks like a word! Stenomoi-ger. It looks like you misspelled the word. It does. Also, it's which not autocorrecting, Google. which is really worrying. <laughs> Yeah, uh, does this mean a word? Is it a word? It looks silly with the I. What if it's just stenomager? Stenomager? I like it a lot. I like it too. Major. What if, okay, the ER at the end, stenomager, yes, that's very good. This has just become like what sounds cool, but it's fine. That's how words work. What if the ER at the end, are you okay? Is like. This can a stenomerger is is a type of person like someone who always forgets what words to use or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Or always okay. complains about how they don't know how to write. Or oh my god, you're such a stenomerger. Like when you are reading a book and you're like, they could have just they, their word choice is a little off. Yeah. 
they're just a bit of a stomacher. But there has to be something with, like, that person, like, some some groaning involved. It's just like, like ugh. Because that's where mainly where it came from. What if it's Stenastro. someone who overanalyzes words in a book? <laughs> and it's um, just a forest, but no, the trees hold meaning. So you could call English teachers denimagers because they overanalyze. See, like, that sounds mean. It does. It's a mean. It's not a nice word. It's not a very positive word that we've created. It's like, it's frustration. Yeah. So who frustrates you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Words that are misspelled. G- bad grammar. Ooh, okay. Someone, so someone, someone who, who consistently uses bad grammar. But, like, not because they don't know the language, just because, like, to annoy they don't everyone feel else. like it. Or because yeah. it's, like, a style. Yeah. Like, a texting style. Yeah. So someone who texts carelessly. Just because they know it, it will annoy everyone who they're texting. It's a stenomager. It's a stenomager. I, I enjoy this word a lot. It's very, it's very good. All right. All We're right. going to make some Urban Dictionary entries after this. <laughs> um, how about we do a more positive one now? Yeah. Because this was a bit of a negative. This was, like, just getting all your frustration out. Yeah. All of our frustration on the fact that we ha- are having trouble coming up with words. Um, there are some sweet ones that I have written down. Like? Like um, Cairo, which means I rejoice. Ooh, I do like that. I love that. Cairo philo. Cairo like philo. Mm-hmm. Um, I rejoice in loving. Aw, Cairo philo. Okay. That's really What about sweet. a word meaning like the, the, the hug joy? One. The hug one. No, like, oh. I, we could also incorporate the one that, yeah. like, when you're hugging. Okay, really so, like, hard. the joy you feel in when giving you... happiness to other people. Yeah. Wow, it was so much quicker to come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay, okay, wait, hold on. So, hold the on. joy... Here's... Wait, 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 wait. Uh, this one will be really... By easy. giving them a hug. <laughs> it's so specific, <laughs> though. <laughs> what if we can... Okay, that. what if we can no. broaden it tightly? Um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we do have to broaden it. Because hugging is giving... Hugging is, is, is transferring love. Transferring <laughs> love. It's not a scientific reaction, Roman. It's like, well, but it's like, it is. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. not. It's like, I don't like, you're like, you're giving, you're giving happiness, right? You're not hugging to like, just cause you're, you're like, you want to, it's a sig, you're signifying your appreciation for someone, right? Through a hug. So it's a way of like, and by giving them that love, you're getting love back. Ooh. So it could be like the reciprocation the re- of... There's the word. When... <laughs> that's not how it's used. Never mind. I just used You're such own. a stenod... Stima- what? I, can't, I already Stenimager. forgot it. Stenimager. 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 Um, by the way, the way that we decided to spell that was S-T-E-N-A-M-A-G-E-R. Stenimager. I'm going to make sure we're not dictionary. stealing a word. Yeah, there's no words that mean to reciprocate love. Okay, so fi- it should it be like finding joy and reciprocating. So love? it's like the opposite of unrequited love, kind of. Oh, okay. I mean, that's not exactly. Yeah, it's not, just like not, that's what. But popular. yeah, yeah, I get. Um, so is the definition like finding joy and reciprocating love, or like yeah, or like giving like receiving joy and giving joy. Yeah, it's like you know when people are like. The biggest gift to me is the gift of giving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
or but like or you know yeah, you get yeah. someone like a really nice present and, and you're, you're more like, excited so for them to open it than, than they to, are to open it than to open your gift from them oh yeah, yeah. they are probably pretty excited to open it too. <laughs> <laughs> but yes yes that's yeah. kind of what i mean okay okay so what we need like a good word that's like reciprocating Okay. We can use the word reciprocate, but it's but, boring like, to use English. What's the etymology of reciprocate? Can we break it down? Where does that come from? Let's get down to basics. <laughs> Business. Um, it comes from Latin reciprocus. Okay. <laughs> um, let me see if it's different in Spanish or French. Corresponder, which is... Okay, it's probably reciprocal. Intercambiar, yeah. So, like, so I think we should probably use reciprocate. Recall like some stem of res res. <laughs> okay, well it comes. It, you said it. It comes from Latin reciprocus. Reciprocus. What's? I feel like you can break that down. Okay, wait. See reciprocal. Okay, so it comes from the re. Oh, interesting. So from Latin, it comes from the prefix re, meaning back, or re. I don't know. Latin and the Latin pro, meaning forward. Ooh, which is like forward coming, and back. Yeah, that's cool. So, because um, it's re and pro are both in that word, mm-hmm. right? So if we use the prefixes re, re and, and pro, pro, so Latin. <laughs> okay, so how do we combine these together? I feel like this is a good start. What if we put, like, first of all, like, made Cairo and Philo, like, a, a short, like, combine those two, because they're both Greek, so it's probably yeah. easiest to combine them. So you could do, like, Kaifo. Yeah. Or something like that. Kaifi, Kaifo. Kaifi. Kaifi's good. Sounds like Tai Chi. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I like Kaifo. Like Rikaifo? Rikaifo. Rikaifo. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to Rikaifo. I'm going to write Rikaifo down. So Rik. Ooh, what letter are we using? K, C, H. K. Oh, C, H would probably look prettier. Yeah. And I think that's what they use. And we can also change it to like F or whatever, but I'm just going to write it as the Greek. Oh yeah, Rikaifo. Okay, that's good. Rikaifo. And then how do you incorporate either pro or your Spanish or both? I don't know how to pronounce that Spanish. (laughs) Achuchar. Achuchar. Oh, it's not that hard. Okay. Yeah, Um, it's not not that difficult. Um, Rikaifo Chupro. Rikaifo Chupro. I like the idea of re being at the front and pro being at the back. Because that's That's also also like reciprocal. Like, that's backwards. Yeah, okay. Rikaifo... Because re means back and pro means forward. Sorry, in case that wasn't clear. Um, Rikaifo... Issue is pro and fo rhyme. Yes. <laughs> um, should we do maybe rikaifi instead then? Okay. Rikaifi... Rikaifi, because philo... True pro. <laughs> rikaifi chapro. I love that Google... Is not <laughs> autocorrected. Like they're just Google's like, this not is even so wrong. <laughs> it doesn't even have any suggestions for right. how awful Kai. we've messed up. What if? Okay, what if we just changed the pronunciation of um, the ch that we have in rakai right now to like ch, so like richai, and then that's incorporating a little bit of achuchar. Richar. So, Richai Fee Pro. Richai Fee Pro. Okay, so then it's just like a nod to it, but we don't have to... Yeah, so, so it's like not we, like a full know. incorporation. Okay. So, there's there's this. It looks is like... Is what comes from hippo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what if we write it in an, ang- in an anglicized way? Cause, yeah. Okay, so... Ri- ri- Richai Fee Pro. I hate that. 
We're cheapy, bro. <laughs> I like the AI. I know it's... Do we have um, one too many syllables? I think we do. Okay. Why do we have chai fi? Chai fi is... Oh, right, name. chai fi. I do like chai It gets fee. rid of the re in pro, but... So, okay. Chai fi. Chai fi is really sweet. That's like back... That's like just the... Those original three, which I don't... Chai what if? What if in this crazy... Sophia and Bronwyn etymology universe that we've created. It was originally Richaifi Pro, and then people chopped off the um, Re and Pro. Ooh, okay. I like that. Because I like Chaifi. Chaifi is it just like sweet. Sounds like Tai Chi. I can't get over <laughs> that. I'm sorry. I like it, and it looks so cool. Chai tea. It's not even Tai Chi. It's just Chai tea that in the snow. And- like try to love. Just all you're doing is naming things that rhyme with this new word that we've created. <laughs> That's true. Okay, and I don't um, like chaifo. I do like trifi. Chai- we could do chaifo if that chaifo, but like that better for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not better. I like chaifi. I'm no. I hate chaifi. Um. Oh, I wish it had like. I wish we had the omega in. I know. In English, because that looks cool. I know. I wish there were more vowels. This is so difficult. Chai free. <laughs> no. Oh! I'm sorry, that was loud. You know, like, philo is love, right? Mm-hmm. We have that there. Um, no, no worries. <laughs> we go with that. <laughs> we could switch it. We could do fichai. Did you already suggest that? I don't know if... Uh, I think that the, the, the fact that it's ch and ph might be screwing me up. Yeah. I feel like one has to stick up, but those are my, like... I love those. I know, I know. What if it's Chai- an X? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Zyphi. Zyphi? Or Xyphi. I kind of like how that looks, actually. It looks Xyphi. like a cool name. It does. Like Xanthius. Yeah. Um, Zyphi. How do you pronounce it? Can you still pronounce it Kaifi? Yeah. Just like, we make Kaifi. the rules. Like, we are making the rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't um, have the cool Spanish. Ka- yeah, well... Uh, that's okay. I mean, this all is we're doing also here is literally the first three letters of each word. <laughs> but it looks cool, <laughs> and I mean, we worked really hard. Um, why don't we leave it as Kaifi for now and, and come back? I do back. like Kaifi. I do like Kaifi. Okay, we may need to return. Yeah. Okay, so we have two <laughs> words that you know they both are interesting. They both have um, the many faceted. Complex. We took so long on these words, folks. Hey, it was a, so much fun. It it actually, I laughed a lot. I'm so gonna use these words. I am too. I'm just. I'm especially. I think the more negative ones. Sten- yeah. Stenamager. 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 Right. Stenamager. Had to practice a little bit. But before we do that, episode fifty. Wow. Crazy. What are just some of our favorite moments? You know, just throughout these first 50 episodes well um one of the moments that i always like to return to is um i don't know that why that was british but here we are um back in october when we were in 10th grade i think it was october um bronwyn and i were put on stacking wood for the for the farm at ember farm um, and there, every fall, there's a wood wall, and there we end up forming like an assembly line of of apprentices, and we all like 
grab wood from one pile and make it into a nice neat line of wood so that it can be used in the evaporator in the winter. And we were doing that in Stacking Wood and Bronwyn and I were talking about how much we love podcasts because our wonderful friend who drew our cover art had introduced us to a couple of podcasts and we were like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool to, to just do a podcast? Like, that sounds so cool. This family that the podcast family that we listen to, like, they're such good people, and we love listening to their podcast so much, and um, I don't remember which one of us, like, first suggested it, but I think I, I don't, I don't remember, I think I turned to you and was like, oh, what if we did a podcast about words, and you were like, oh my god, and I feel like I dropped the wood that I was holding, yeah. like, oh, this is such a and, good idea, and, and then, our friend was just like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> so embarrassing, you guys are the worst, she had, that much hasn't changed, um, but then that, the rest of the, um, time stacking wood we were brainstorming like okay here's what we could do we could do like a cool podcast on how cool words are and like we could include words from different languages and we could like learn all this stuff about new words and it would be amazing and then we I came home and I remember texting you like oh my god I had another idea this is so cool and it so quickly went from like that would be cool to let's do it yeah which is like in the span of like hours I think I don't remember what night it was but at some point I faced oh sorry yeah, I don't know if it was that night, like that Monday yeah. or a couple of days later, but at some point I FaceTimed you and we talked for like an hour. No, more than that. It was like two straight hours just like brainstorming and figuring yeah. out what we we're going to do. Do you remember this? Yeah. I like, I keep journals and after we had that conversation, I like wrote down like, I just had the best conversation with Bronwyn. This is amazing. I'm so happy. And at the end, I even, I wrote in my journal at the end of the conversation, this is going to get sentimental now, but um, we were like so excited and so happy. And I think you you were like, you're a good friend, Sophia. And I was like, you're <laughs> such a good, good friend, Bronwyn. Thank you for talking with me. And that was the birth of, hi, my friend, Sophia. Hi, my yeah. friend, Bronwyn. That was, and then... <laughs> we had our our uh, first day where we're like, we're going to set up a podcast. Oh, yeah. And we had planned to do a few things. The first thing, name the podcast. Second yes. thing, figure out how to do a podcast. <laughs> and that, the thing is, there's this thing that you have to do when you have, I think anything like a blog or a podcast or anything that's not like just on a website like YouTube, you have to have an RSS feed. Or if it's like mm-hmm. a, a subscription thing, you need an RSS feed. And we're like, what's an RSS feed? How do you get that? Do we need a website? How do we get on Apple? We couldn't figure it out. It was so complicated. And then like your dad was just like, oh, you just use this. <laughs> um, yes. But it was so, we spent ages doing that. And then we're like, okay, whatever. Like, this isn't happening. So then we were focusing on the name. And we didn't even fully know what we were going to talk we, about yet. Yeah, we had no idea. Um, we, I don't. I, I remember that we wanted it to be inspirational. And we yeah. were like, okay, the, whatever we're talking about should inspire people. It needs to every, it needs to be, like, this needs to be inspiring. So we looked, the, my clearest memory from that day is looking up synonyms for inspirational. Oh, dear. And it created inside jokes to last months and months. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to look up. Words such as Harry. Yeah. Apparently Harry is a synonym for inspirational. Felt and gut. Um, felt and gut. Yes. Just so so um are some of the you know more notable names that we decided not to go with oh, yeah. were 
things like tales and terms or the goodest time which you know those were not <laughs> the great. goodest time we also have jazz hands poignant quotes and anecdotes felt and gut splendiferous quotes and anecdotes and then we're like what? why don't we just go for simple just quotes and anecdotes for a while, we had settled on ineffable quotes and anecdotes, yeah. I think. That was my my favorite word that we found from um, this, like, inspirational search. And it's still probably my favorite word in English. Our Latin teacher actually asked everyone, like, do you guys have a favorite word? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's ineffable. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, that's very cool. That's a good word. Um, and, yeah, it and ineffable remained, like, I think our email address, it the name... We put our first name as Sophia and Berlin, and our last name is Ineffable. So there's yeah. that. It um, was... But yeah, for, for like most of the brainstorming session, we had settled on Ineffable Quotes and Anecdotes. And then we decided, who? I feel like you must have come up with Quotes and Anecdotes, because that's a very good name. And like, <laughs> that's why I came up with it. No, but, but like it it's very had... clever, and it rhymes. And... We just, I don't know. But it was just, it was, it rhymed. And also, it's a good acronym, because we can say Q&A. Yeah. Talk about Q and A. Q and A. It's very good. Any Q's and A's? Any Q's and A's? But that's our naming the podcast. Yeah. Um, another amazing thing about this podcast is all of our many friends and family who are so supportive and who listen to yes. all of the episodes. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. And it's always a funny moment when someone's like, oh, I listen to the podcast. And you're like, what? Yeah. Actually, this um, this February, I don't know why I had trouble remembering the name of the month that just ended. Um, a couple weeks ago, we went up to California to visit my dad's side of the family. And they were asking me things like, oh, so what do you do after school? And like so on and so forth and eventually the podcast came up and one of the my dad's cousins her husband was like oh yeah I know we know your podcast we put it in the car on in the car all the time and I was like what like it was just wild to me I hadn't seen them in like six years so the last time they saw me was um I was like a fifth grade very shy fifth grade girl and I I think they knew they know it exists because um, my dad's cousin follows me on Instagram. Mm. That's my guess as to yeah. how they started listening to it. But it just like blew my mind that we might have been talking in their car every once in a while. Like how yeah. crazy is that? We might be right now. Yeah, hi guys. <laughs> Thank um, you. The funny one for me was I had at camp because it's again LinkedIn, Instagram, and that kind of thing. And so one of my friends who was one of the counselors, like a few years older than me, was listening to it. And for some reason, told her campers about it. And actually, I think they were also technically, like, the campers in the section that I worked in too. But, like, I didn't know them super well. But they came up to me after. They're, like, these, like, they're, like, quite a few years younger. And they came up and they're, like, what's the name of your podcast? I was, like, oh, no. <laughs> it's, like, you know, they're just, there's, like, you don't really like staff and campers don't follow each other on Instagram and you just kind of have a level of separation and stuff and also like it was just out of the blue and it was very and I was like oh no like this can't no 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 and so that the whole last day of camp they just would not leave 
they're, they're just what's the name what's the name what's the name oh i was gosh. like oh no I, i'm not telling you <laughs> like if you remember in four years or whatever when you're like not a camper anymore then you can ask me and i'll tell you but in the time being you're not gonna know oh and the gosh. section heads because so i was a cit and the section heads for the cit like the two people who kind of ran it they were going on their day off one day and they're like oh yeah we saw you have a we have a, you have a podcast we should listen to it what episode and i was like no this is so stressful oh my, oh my goodness i have to recommend a good one and i recommended one of our favorite topics but i forgot that that was a day we had skyped and that was before we had good sound quality over skype oh, no. and i felt so bad because i was like oh that must have been horrible because it was our activism one which was really cool yeah but our sound where quality I kept saying was horrible <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny Anyways, so there have been a lot of moments where I've just been like, ah, oh my goodness, but yeah. it's also so cool. And it so is. Sweet. And every when they're time, so supportive and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's so cool. And it's I so love, sweet. it makes me so happy every time I get a text from my grandmother, hi granny, and she's like, oh, I just listened to the podcast while I was walking and um, I really loved this, and, the, or she'll, and she'll mention something specific. Yeah. By the way, we if you have any more movie recommendations, I would love to hear some. Um... Goodwill Hunting is a lot like the imitation game. Goodwill Hunting, very good movie. So if you liked that, <laughs> that was off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good, it's a good suggestion. Um, yeah, and my aunt will sometimes mention it, and my parents listen to it every once in a while as well. <laughs> and it just it. Thank you guys for listening because yeah. it, it does it makes us very happy. It's also how I became friends with uh, one of our now yeah. very close friends because last year we had civics together and one day he was just like i listened to your podcast it was really good and i was like oh my goodness it's so <laughs> sweet and then the next week he also listened to it and every week and i was like oh bud yeah that's so nice and so now like he's one of our and i friends. did not know this person um before this year and this year he happens to be in both my latin and greek classes and now we're really close friends um in many ways because he listened to the podcast thanks to sitting next to you in social yeah. studies last year and it's that's very sweet and I'm, he's and again to this day he'll like text and be like oh this episode was very good yeah. and like i really enjoyed it so um, we appreciate and that and to all of those happy. people who listen consistently and it's very sweet and every now and then we'll get like a text or an email saying whoa i really like this episode or i'm so sad we don't have an episode this week it's always such a nice surprise and yeah. so sweet so thank you for doing that thank you guys you know who you are yeah <laughs> indeed so, just to close, here are some cool words. <laughs> Our first word is... A stenomager. St- I really go. am having trouble. Stenomager. And stenomager is a noun that means someone who intentionally uses bad grammar in order to annoy everyone that they're talking to. Um, and the etymology of stenomager, um, it comes from ancient Greek, Stenazdo, which means to groan, from oimoi in ancient Greek, which means alas, and finally from ujer in Chinese, which means irrit like, what was it? Incomprehensible? Yeah. I forget. Like ignorant. Not ignorant. Understanding. Yeah. Not understanding. Unenlightened. Things like that. Fun word. If someone's really frustrating you by saying things like, these are some good, good friends. You can say, no, they're not. You're a stenomager. Yeah. You Boom. have bad grammar. Exactly. And I c- called you out. No. 
I was thinking, should it be Kaifi or Rikaifi? Ooh, I like Rikaifi. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking that that was where we... The Rik- Is that going to... People are going to mispronounce it. Yeah. But then you can call them a, a stenomager. Okay. <laughs> if people mispronounce Rikaifi, you can call them a stenomager. Exactly. So our next word is Rikaifi. And that's, um, that means the joy in reciprocal love. So when you, is that the best way to describe it? Yeah. So when someone gives you love and you reciprocate it, and it's the joy in reciprocating that love. Yeah. Um, and it comes from Rikaifi. It's spelled R-E-X-A-I-P-H-I, except it's not, it's a, it's like a hard X, it's Kai. Because that's actually that's like how it's pronounced in ancient, in ancient Greek. Greek isn't pronounced k. It's actually k. Um, so rikaifi, um, and it comes from the Latin prefix re, meaning back, kaifo, meaning rejoice, and philo, meaning love. Yeah, rikaifi, rikaifi. That's a good one. And like we just said, if someone pronounces it rexaifi, you can call, call them, them a stenomager. <laughs> I really like that. I, kind of I really like Stenimager because it does kind of have you can hear the wojer in it. Yeah, it, more than I was expecting because the jur is yeah. like the jur is very like pronounced in the end, yeah. and I kind of love that. I really like these words. This is really thank good. you for coming on this journey. Yeah, um, sorry it was a little rocky yeah. at the beginning there, but hey, it's all worth it in the end. Yeah, because look, we we genuinely made two cool words. I'm gonna do my darned hardest <laughs> to put them into Urban Dictionary. Oh my gosh, you really should. Yeah. So you know, hey, maybe the next time you Google these words, something will come up. Yeah. Google won't just suggest you a city, a city in Hungary. Say, are you sure you didn't mean this? You'll say, I'm quite positive. Yeah. I think you're wrong. Indeed. So, you know, make these words real. Yeah. All you need is some courage and a bit of pixie dust. (laughs) Faith, trust, and pixie dust. There, that's how I did it wrong. But yeah. Anyways, (laughs) thank you for listening to Quotes and Anecdotes. Especially to those of you who we have mentioned who've been listening for a while. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, we really do. Follow us at quotes and anecdotes at gmail. Don't follow us at quotes and anecdotes. <laughs> You'll have trouble doing that because it's impossible. You can email us at quotes and anecdotes yes. at gmail.com. You can follow us at quotes.ends. Yes. Quotes. Type that exactly into the Instagram search and quotes.n.anecdotes on Instagram. On Instagram. You can find that. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you so... If you've listened since episode one, that is incredible. Thank you for sticking with us until episode 50. We hope, if nothing else, the sound quality has improved. (laughs) Exactly. You know, it's, again, hey, that... It's a big achievement, and we've learned a lot along the way. Yes. And the sound quality has improved, and that's all... Those are all things to celebrate. So, happy... Bicentennial birthday. Bicentennial? Isn't that, like, 200? Oh, what's a half semi-centennial? No, what is it? Demi-centennial? There's a word for it! (laughs) Etymology! Bye, my friend Sophia! (laughs) Bye, my friend Bronwyn!